Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Ask RJS. This is the Saturday episode of the podcast where people ask questions, give thoughts, reply to my tweets, and uh, I discuss your thoughts on the show. If you did not know, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you can tune in live to twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. And uh, you can also make it easier for me to make content like this by joining the Patreon. Uh, when you join the Patreon, you get all of my content, including this show and all of my other shows, 100% ad-free, and it only costs as little as a dollar a month to join. Again, that URL is patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Uh, let's get started, but actually, before we do, I just want to make sure that everybody knows if you want to get your thoughts on the Saturday show, use the hashtag on Twitter, AskRJS, that's A-S-K, RJS. Ask that on Twitter and uh, get your thoughts on the show. You can also join our community discord over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. Super Mario. One, two, and three. There's power in numbers. Nintendo, now you're playing with power. Each game sold separately. So our first question comes in today from uh, on Twitter. Uh, Jay Gamerbach says, hey, runjumpstomp, do you have any idea what's going on with the license for Goldeneye? I know that Rare is owned by Microsoft, so Banjo-Kazooie and Perfect Dark are available on Xbox, but not 007, which seems odd. Does Nintendo still own it or something? And I assume he means the license to publish games uh, based on 007. And the answer is, all right, it's kind of a complicated answer. Right now, it seems like from the very small amount of research that I've done, it seems like Activision owns the rights to publish uh, 007-style games. So Microsoft and Rare, like if you're asking for another GoldenEye game, then what I would guess would have to happen, since Nintendo originally published GoldenEye, and it was developed by Rare, and Activision owns the rights to make 007 games, it seems like you would have to have everybody there, of course, Microsoft is in the mix too, agree to do it, to release an old version of GoldenEye on, you know, probably Xbox One and maybe Nintendo Switch. And, you know, this got me thinking, well, why do you want that? Do you want it because you want to play the old GoldenEye game again? Or do you want it because you want them to make a James Bond game? And if if the answer is that you want them to make a James Bond game, which would be cool, which James Bond are we talking about? Are we talking about Pierce Brosnan, you know, the old James Bond, the James Bond who is really, really reliant on gadgets and uh, is not like he doesn't get up in people's faces the way that the new James Bond, you know, Daniel Craig, the new James Bond, who, I mean, nobody's going to admit this, but I think that the 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 way that James Bond has evolved once Daniel Craig took over the role was directly related to the Jason Bourne movies coming out. So those Jason Bourne movies came out and we got to see a spy who was kind of a brutal fighter. And James Bond became that as well because they realized that it's it was a really incredible action sequences that you can do by having James Bond be that way. You know, the Pierce Brosnan James Bond is that James Bond that's been around for 
an eternity. He is sophisticated and aloof and, you know, he stands back and, and, and solves problems in a very, very different way than the Daniel Craig James Bond, which is supposed to be him when he's, you know, kind of starting out, at least, you know, Casino Royale was. It, it seemed like it to me. Like That's when he's starting out and he's brutal and hasn't figured out uh, how to be the Pierce Brosnan-style James Bond. So those are two very different games. Like, Goldeneye is a shooter. And while, yeah, there's a bunch of shooting in the modern James Bond movies, there's also a lot of of melee combat. And the idea that you could have a James Bond game today where he never throws a punch is kind of weird to me because there's a lot of people out there who have never seen the old James Bond movies. They only know Daniel Craig as James Bond. And, man, that makes me feel really old as somebody who, you know, grew up watching uh, the older Bond movies. Like, I remember watching the Sean Connery Bond movies and, you know, all of the James Bond movies, even even Lazenby, right? Uh, and each each actor had his own take on Bond, but they were always this very similar, uh, very uh, aloof and refined and very different from Daniel Craig. And a lot of people only know Daniel Craig, James Bond, so the game has to kind of be like that, unless it's just, here's Goldeneye again. And if it's Goldeneye again, <laughs> how many sticks do you use, right? Because the original Goldeneye was a one-stick game. It came out on the N64. I, I think that they released it again on the Wii, but you know, for that, that's one stick. And then aiming, that's very, that's very different than the modern, where you have uh, the modern control scheme where you have two analog sticks. Um, would you want uh, just to have an old version of GoldenEye come out that has one stick? Or do they update it for two sticks? Because I can't imagine that one stick would be fun now that we have two sticks, if that makes sense. Um Three sticks? No, that, that's that's something Nintendo would do at some point, I'm sure. Anyway, or do you want the game to come out and uh, be modernized, be completely remade from the ground up? And if you do, does it make sense for them to go with Goldeneye? Yes, out of nostalgia, because it would sell a bunch out of nostalgia, but it would confuse a whole bunch of people who only know Daniel Craig. It's a very interesting question, and, and I think the combination of all of the questions that come from thinking about GoldenEye as a video game and the that that being combined with the 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 very complicated rights issues i think that maybe we'll never see another GoldenEye game again i'd like to be wrong though the atari video computer system is 20 cartridges with 1300 game variations you play on your own tv set if you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. 
Speaking of older games that we missed out on, I just got done talking about GoldenEye, right? And I've got a confession to make for everybody. I never really got into GoldenEye. When that game came out on the N64, I was really, really focused on playing Ultima Online, I believe. I believe it was Ultima Online that was, or maybe it was Diablo. Whatever it was, it was a PC game, and I was playing tons of it. And while my friends had GoldenEye, I really didn't I didn't play it very much. I enjoyed the the PC gaming more at that point. So the reason that I bring that up is because I tweeted out this question earlier this week and because of this question that we may have to split this episode into two episodes. I'm not sure what's going to happen yet, but uh, I tweeted out this question. I said, what are some older games that make you feel like you missed out on? and you wish would come to a modern system so that you could easily play them. And I gave a couple of examples. I said Final Fantasy III, Earthbound, and Chrono Trigger. And uh, this was, I believe this was something that I talked about earlier this week on the show. So I'm not going to rehash why I want to replay those games. Go back and listen to that episode uh, if you want to hear my thoughts on that. But I said, reply with your wish lists, and I will discuss on Saturday's show. And scrolling, 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 I got a bunch of uh, of replies. So I probably won't get to all of the replies, but uh, let's see what people said. Uh, Nintendo Fit tweeted, they said, top three games I've never played but want to. Super Mario RPG, Resident Evil 4, and Bioshock. Uh, so I, I think that that you're going to have no problem like finding Bioshock on a modern system because it's go- it's getting re-released on Nintendo Switch very soon. Uh, so you're going to be able to play that very, very easily. Uh, Bioshock is one of the greatest first-person shooters of all time. If, if I were to put my first-person shooters into categories, I would put them into three categories. Uh, multiplayer, single-player, and then single-player story-focused. And of all of the single-player story-focused first-person shooters that I've played, Bioshock, I think, is the best. I think it is... Oh, it is really... It's up there with Half-Life 2. It is such an amazing game. What a, a wonderful moments have happened when playing that game. And one of my favorite moments of all time in gaming, don't worry, I won't spoil it, happened in the original Bioshock. It, it just blew me away. So that's a great game, and I can't wait for you to play it, Nintendo Fit, because you're going to have a, a blast with it. They also mentioned Resident Evil 4. I think that you're going to have no problem with that. Capcom has been going through and remaking their Resident Evil series. Uh, we already have Resident Evil 2 and 3. I'm sure 4 is on the way because uh, they're, you know, they're getting really good reviews. A lot of people are really enjoying playing those games again. And uh, I, you know, I have Resident Evil 2 on my PS4, and that blew me away. I haven't finished it. It scared the hell out of me, and I had a lot of fun with it. So so there you go for Resident Evil 4. And then, you know, he also says Super Mario RPG. Now, unfortunately, that is not on the Nintendo Switch, and uh, I'm not sure why. I think because Square Enix, you know, Square Enix owns the rights to that. Um. The rights to, you know, I'm not sure if it's a publishing rights or, or it's it's complicated because it's kind of the rights are shared between Nintendo and Square Enix. But you can get that on this, the Super Nintendo Classic. You can't get it on 
uh, on the Nintendo Switch. So if you've got access to the classic, then you can probably play it there. I know that you said that you already own them and you hear amazing things and just need to get to them. If I were to, to give you advice and say which of these you should play first, I would say Bioshock. Bioshock is a phenomenal game. And I know how popular Super Mario RPG is, but for me, it's just it's just okay. Uh, and uh, send the hate mail. Uh, that's fine. I'm I can take it. Uh, and then I never played Resident Evil Four, so I don't know. Or maybe I did. I don't know which Resident Evil I played. It was on the Dreamcast. I had a lot of fun with it. All right, moving on. Anthony Talcott uh, tweeted. They said Fallout One and Two. Um, Fallout One and Two are awesome, or at least they were awesome. I tried playing them because I have them on Steam. I tried playing them. And they just didn't get my attention the way that Fallout 3 did. So I would personally say skip Fallout 1 and 2. And I know that this is, you know, retro gamers are going to be very angry at me for saying something like that. Um, but <laughs> I, I have to say it. I liked Fallout 3 more than I liked Fallout 1 and 2. That could be because I have it more recent in my memory. I'm not sure. Uh, he also said Mother 1, Final Fantasy 6, Chrono Trigger, Beautiful Joe, and Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Uh, oh my god, Elder Scrolls Oblivion is a masterpiece. I don't know if it's better than Skyrim, but it's up there. It's really, really good. And I would love if they brought the other Elder Scrolls games like Morrowind and Oblivion uh, to the Nintendo Switch, they would be right at home on the Nintendo Switch, and those are those are games that have hundreds of hours of gameplay. You you can you would have an absolute blast with that. But thank you very much for the tweet, Anthony. Um, Joe Barrett says, "I only played one GTA game, and would love to see a collection come to the Nintendo Switch. I also missed out on the Portal games, and here they are incredible." All right, well, I played GTA Vice City. And mostly what I did in that game was I drove around listening to the cool 80s music because I love 80s music. So I, I don't like the Grand Theft Auto games. I've never enjoyed the Grand Theft Auto games. I don't like the way that they control. When you get out of the car, it still feels like you're driving a car just very, very slowly. And I, I just feel like it's the the way that they control the camera. I don't like it. And it, it puts me off. And that's for all Rockstar games. I've never played a Rockstar game that I've liked. And it's not because they don't do a good job telling story. It's because I just don't like the controls. Um, but the other one that you mentioned, Portal. Oh, my God. Portal 1 and 2 are absolutely amazing games, and they would do so well on the Nintendo Switch. That is a, like, when I played the first Portal, I was completely, like, that is another first-person style. It's not really a shooter, but it's another first-person style game that when I played that for the first time, I, I like, I was blown away by the way that they told the story and the way that they messed with my mind. Uh, what a wonderful uh, pair of games, Portal 1 and 2. I wish that they would make another one. I wish that Half-Life, or I wish that Valve could make Half-Life 3. I know that they just made Alex, but I don't have VR, so I'm not going to be able to play that. Uh, I, I wish that they would bring out Half-Life 3 and Portal 3. That would be incredibly awesome, and uh, I would be very, very excited for that. All right, 
Uh, let's see. Scrolling, 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 finding other people to talk to. Uh, Cheap Card Gamer says, is Metal Gear Solid considered retro? Uh, absolutely, it's considered retro, especially the first one. I have never played. Well, that's not true. I played a tiny little bit of Metal Gear Solid uh, at a friend's house on the original PlayStation way back in the day. I was really surprised because my experience was with the original Metal Gear on NES, and this was a very different game. But uh, I, I had a lot of fun with the, the I don't know, hour or two that I played just trying it out. But I didn't have the money to buy the game, so I never ended up buying it. And then I never played any of the subsequent ones because I never played the first one. If you're looking for a way to play Metal Gear Solid... Uh, I bet you can probably... I wonder if you can still get a PlayStation Classic really, really cheap. Let me check that real quick. Now, you can't find them new anymore, but you can get a used one for like 50 bucks on Amazon. I probably wouldn't buy it at that price, even though it comes with two uh, USB PlayStation controllers, which is cool. Um, it's just not all that great. I have it... I That's how I have Metal Gear Solid. I have the PlayStation Classic... And I just, it didn't grab me. Again, it didn't grab me. These days, I have so many games to play that would distract me that I feel like uh, if a game doesn't grab me right away, it's just not worth my time. And th that's not really fair to these old games that everybody says is uh, s says are amazing. Uh, and I feel like I missed out on the Metal Gear series because I know like there's so many people that I talk to that adore the Metal Gear series, um, especially like, like, you know, when Kojima got fired by Konami, um, or left by Konami, depending, or left from Konami, depending on who you talk to. It, it's just, it's one of those series that I feel like I missed out on. And I can't play one of the newer ones because I feel like there's all of this backstory that I need to get, need to understand, even though I'm sure that that's not necessary. Anyway, moving on, we've got a tweet from uh, Jack Serco. He says, Half-Life, Earthbound, Perfect Dark. Uh, if you've never played Half-Life and Half-Life, you know, I would say Half-Life is a great game. It really is. I, I tried to go back and play it recently, and the way that the character moves is so incredibly fast, it feels to me like it's really hard to control. And I was fine with it back in the day. But these days, trying to control uh, Gordon Freeman, I just felt like I had one hand tied behind my back because it was so slippery. The way that, like, you just feel like you're sliding around. It, there's no weight to the movement. Uh, but it's worth playing so that you get the full story when you move into Half-Life 2. Half-Life 2 is one of the greatest storytelling games of all time such an and the sequels you know there's half-life 2 and then there's half-life 2 episode 1 and half-life 2 episode 2 even though you get left on a cliffhanger and i look it's a really old game if you didn't already know this by now i apologize for spoiling but you get left on a huge cliffhanger and we never get to find out what happened <laughs> you know which is really really frustrating which is why everybody's always asking for half-life 3 um 
myself included, but uh, Perfect Dark, which is kind of, you know, speaking of GoldenEye, it's it's like the spiritual successor to GoldenEye. It was made with the GoldenEye engine, but improved. I never played that either, and I've heard nothing but good things about it. I think you can play that on uh, Xbox, but I'm I'm not I like like the uh, the rare uh, collection that that's out there. I think you can play Perfect Dark on the rare collection. Anyway, uh, Leo Stern says I've been playing and finishing the Talos Principle and Touring Test. Really enjoying both, but I never played Portal, and it's not on Xbox One or Switch. The systems I currently have, yeah. So somebody else who missed out on Portal, uh, we'll do one more. And that comes from Rust Belt. He, he tweeted, he says, I wish when I was a kid I would have actually felt confident enough to play The Legend of Zelda rather than just being a dumb kid and playing Tecmo Super Bowl. I also wish that I played Earthbound and any Final Fantasy game. Well, you know what, Rust Belt? It's not too late. You can you can play those games uh, if you have a um, an NES Classic or a Super NES Classic. Those, like, those games are available on those systems. It's it's terrible that you got to have like some little plastic piece of hardware in your house and you can't just play it on your Nintendo Switch, but uh, you know, what can you do? Mario is an Italian plumber who under your control enters the Mushroom Kingdom to fight off killer turtles and deadly ducks until he can rescue the Princess Toadstool. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right, I've got two related questions that I asked, and we didn't get nearly as many responses to these, so I can include them in today's episode. The first question that I asked is, hey, Paper Mario's back. Are you hyped for it? Will you be picking it up on launch? And I said, personally, I was hoping that it has more in common with Thousand Year Door than Sticker Star or Color Splash. Not that I think that those, I didn't tweet this, but I don't think that those games are bad. I found Color Splash to just be kind of boring, and Sticker Star, I really did not like the combat system. Uh, the combat system for it, what little we've seen for Origami King looks very interesting. Uh, anyway, I asked if people were going to pick it up. 83% of people who responded said, yes, they are picking it up, and 17% said, no, they are not interested. Uh, and I asked people to reply with their reasons. Tim T says, I absolutely loved the original Paper Mario. I had a copy for my N64, but actually completed it with Virtual Console on the Wii. So many hours, so many smiles. I can't wait for Origami King. Meiji Moose says, if I do buy it, it will be my first Paper Mario game. So far, what I have seen is has me pretty much sold. But this could just be due to the sheer lack of Nintendo content so far this year, barring Animal Crossing New Horizons, of course. Gavin Butcher says, I've never played it before, but I'll check it out. Paco Ramos says, hell yes. I played the first one, don't remember a single thing, but I am down to try it out. This announcement also tells us that even when there will be no direct, we are still going to get games and announcements so we can relax. And Eric says, I'm not interested. I'll stick with Animal Crossing until 3D World Deluxe releases. 
uh, in a related, uh, t- um, I, I guess, I guess a related topic. I also asked if, and by the way, this, uh, if you, this won't make sense to you unless you've seen the, the video for, um, origami King. Uh, so make sure that you watch, pause this, go back and watch that and then come back. All right. Now that you're back. Um, it says we've all had a chance to see the Easter egg at the end of Paper Mario uh, Origami King trailer. What do you think it means? And I put out four choices. Um, if you didn't watch the video like I just told you to, that's okay. It's fine. I will forgive you. Um, it's basically Mario puts on a Samus helmet and runs around pretending to shoot stuff. And on the shelf, you can also see like a Donkey Kong helmet. And so I said... Uh, you know, this could mean a few different things. Um, a, Nintendo put it in because they thought it was adorable and they don't care if they tick people off by getting people's hopes up. Uh, B, uh, Metroid Prime 4 is coming later this year. Uh, C, Metroid Prime Trilogy is coming later this year. Uh, D, Samus Returns is coming to the Switch. And E, another uh, Metroid remake of some kind. Uh, so... I'm only allowed to have four choices on uh, Twitter polls. So I tweeted that out and I got some responses. 56% of people said Metroid Prime Trilogy is the thing that they think is going to happen based on on this. 20% of people said Metroid Prime 4. 9% said, or I'm sorry, 10% said Samus Returns. And 14% said some other Metroid remake. Uh, here's the replies. Uh, I got a, a quite a few replies. I'm not going to read all of them. Fisto says an off the wall prediction might be that we could be getting a Metroid Labo VR kit. I kind of thought about that because, you know, Mario is wearing a helmet and it made me think, oh, it could be Metroid VR, but that would mean that they got to do Labo. If they did that, I would be very disappointed and I would not be interested in that. Um, that being said, <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Maybe I would. The VR was actually kind of good. It just the screen is so awful. Yeah, I wouldn't be interested. The screen is bad. The screen is just too low resolution to have it that close to your face, especially magnified by, by the VR lenses. Um, let's see. Captain Logan says, I don't think it means anything unless you assume that there will also be a Donkey Kong game coming. I think it's just a funny snippet from the game. And I don't disagree that that's a possibility. I just think for Nintendo to put that in a trailer is going to get people very, very hopeful to only dash their their hopes. I think that that's, that's a, I don't know, kind of a bad idea. Uh, he He then goes on to say, Prime 4 is definitely a couple more years off as they're still hiring artists. And that's a really good point, too. I think that we're much more likely to get Metroid Prime Trilogy than any of the other things, even though what I would really like is Metroid Prime 4. But I'm, I'm okay to wait. Uh, Cheap Card Gamer says, hoping for Metroid Collection, like the Castlevania Collections, or the old Super Mario All-Stars on Super Nintendo. How cool would that be if they included uh, uh, 1, 2, and 3 with Metroid Fr- Prime 4? I'm dreaming. You know what I think would be um, more likely? I, I don't think that they would include 1, 2, and 3 with 4. I think that that would be two separate purchases. But I would like to see a Metroid collection that has Metroid Prime 1, 2, and 3 in it, but also has Super Metroid, although you can already get Super Metroid through Nintendo Switch Online. Can you get Can you get Metroid through Nintendo Online or NES Online? 
I can't remember. It didn't occur to me until just now. Uh, feel free to let me know. Uh, the Ganson plays said Metroid Prime Trilogy on Switch would be a windmill slam. Insta buy, take my money now. Digital pre order from me. Um, uh, Neil Lizalfos, uh, who works at uh, Nintendo World Report, he says nothing. Why isn't there an option for nothing? Because Twitter only lets you have four options. And then finally, Capsule J says it means the same thing as that one time when we- when Reggie wore a Metroid lapel pin, which was nothing. So, uh, listen, I agree that there's a good there is a chance that it means absolutely nothing. But for Nintendo to do that just seems irresponsible. Um, not irresponsible. Just seems it just seems mean. It seems trolly. I don't like trolly. Game Boy, only from Nintendo. Now you're playing with power, portable power. All right, that's it for today's podcast. Thank you very much for listening. If you have not already joined our community, it's over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. Get in there, have a conversation with awesome people who like stuff that you like. Also, join us over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp so you can watch the show recorded live on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And if you want your stuff on the show, use that hashtag on Twitter, AskRJS. This show is part of the Giant Size Team Up Network. For more information, check us out over at gstu.net. And finally, the music you're hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. I'm out of here. You guys have an awesome day. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next time. Next time.